Hello and welcome to the Washed Up and Never Was podcast, coming to you live from the 10th Road Studios. I'm your host, Big Ant, with my co-host here, JC. How you doing, bud? And how are we doing? I'm doing great because Sunday is the motherfucking Super Bowl. Can't wait, man. It's the best time of the year. I take Super Bowl over Christmas, any other holiday. This is my holiday. I fucking can't wait. Oh, me and you both, man. <clears throat> I, you really should make that Monday a uh, day off. Speaking of that, uh, I seen uh, Heinz Ketchup is, uh, start a petition. Heinz online. Ketchup? Heinz Ketchup started a petition to... Uh, Make the Monday after the Super Bowl holiday. I seen wow. that it's probably the most. You know, everyone, everyone pretty much goes sick because you know people either want to kill themselves because they lost a billion dollars betting on a game or won a million. So or hungover. You know, definitely hungover, or just in your case, be stuffed from eating too much food and <laughs> not able to do anything. Well, see now, what do you think? You know, do you think more people are shitting on Friday after Thanksgiving or shitting more on Monday after the Super Bowl? Oh, good uh, good question. I have no idea. I'm going to go with uh, probably the Monday after the Super Bowl. Yeah, me too, because you got to get the beer shits, man. You're drinking Bud Lights and Budweiser's all yeah, day. Yeah, usually Thanksgiving, you eat so much food where you, you just stuff, sit on a couch, watch the ball right, games. Right, you're more relaxed. You'll be a little more tense watching the Super Bowl because yeah. you got money on the line everywhere. On Sunday, I'm you know dipping your hands in everything, eating whatever you can get your hands on. <laughs> well... This Sunday, it's the uh, Patriots versus the Falcons. Tom Brady entering his seventh Super Bowl. Crazy. Four and two, the only two losses to the the New York Giants. Uh, he's going to win his fifth record, a uh, Super Bowl, and he's currently tied with uh, four with Bradshaw in Montana. Brady can also be the fourth. Joe Montana. <laughs> Joe Montana. Brady can win uh, four, his fourth Super Bowl MVP. He's also tied with Joe Montana for that. For uh, with three currently, and I really could see him pulling out one. He wants to lock things up quickly, become the greatest quarterback ever. He one man who hates losing more than he likes winning. Now speaking to lock up his career and being the greatest ever, do you think win, lose, or draw, whatever, does it matter? Is is he still one of the best? Does he have to win this Super Bowl to be the greatest quarterback of all time? Well, yes, because he's entering his seventh. Not, I don't think anyone else has done that. He's in his own class with that. And what would you rather? Would you rather finish second place or fourth place? So I don't know why everyone gives a big knock on losing in a championship game. I know Elway, his career, that's a shit stain on his career. Him losing the first three times to finally winning the last two, then retiring. LeBron James, another champion in the NBA. He gets a lot of stink for it. But I look at it this way. You finish second place. I'd rather finish second place than fifth. Nah, if you don't win the Super Bowl, you don't win. But still, just a career that this guy had. And I don't. I think win or lose, he's still probably the greatest quarterback of all time. Right. And statistically, he, he's up there. He's right there next to Peyton Manning in the yards in the career. His record is phenomenal. He has the highest winning percentage as a quarterback in history in the regular season and postseason. Just just looking at the way he played this year, I know I think he tried to stick it to uh, Goodell after that whole deflate gate thing. But just watching him play this year, 28 touchdowns, two picks, and I mean, he missed four games. But just the way he played, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we seen him maybe playing an eight Super Bowl or a nine right. Super Bowl because, I mean, they play in a shitty AFC East where 
they probably win a division again. The next AFC year. East, the best quarterback the AFC East has had when Tom Brady was in there, was Chad Pennington. That's a lot saying. That kid came out of Marshall College, which is not a big college for NCAA, and he's been the best quarterback Tom Brady's faced in that division. So he basically walks into a playoff each year. Yeah, I don't. I mean, but just from watching him play this year, thirty nine years old, he looks like he could have another solid. Maybe three years in him, and with the path that they have every year, definitely in the playoffs. And who knows, he might make it to an eighth or ninth Super Bowl. Yeah, they were asking him about retiring, and he said he sees no end in sight. So that's scary for me as a Jets fan. It's kind of brutal because that's the mystery: how do you beat Brady and Belichick? And that's the mystery Dan Quinn and the Atlanta Falcons are going to have to try to solve. Dan Quinn, phenomenal head coach start to his career. Bad first season, did have that 5-0 and start, then it turned out to be an 8-8 eight and eight season last year. But this year, he got the roll going early, the ball rolling early, and he kept going with it and was able to reach his uh, first Super Bowl as head coach. Now, this is the third Super Bowl of the past four he'll be coaching in. He was the uh, defensive coordinator for the Seahawks. Yeah, and he knows a thing about playing uh, New England in the Super Bowl. He should have two Super Bowl rings under his belt already. I agree. Especially that last play with how do you not give the ball to Marshawn Lynch at the goal line. So he lost that one. His defense played pretty good. And pretty much Seattle should have won that ball game. So, I mean, that could have been two Super Bowl rings under his belt and knowing how to beat New England. Well, now here he is getting the more important one. I'd rather one as a head coach over anything. That's the one that really counts. Matt Ryan, he's uh, not too familiar with the Patriots. Only having two starts in his career. Lost both, not surprising. He, uh, in those two starts, he threw for like threw for 600 yards, has two TDs and one interception. So his numbers are basic. I could really see him turning it on for the Super Bowl like he has been the whole season. He's just on fire. They call him Matty Ice, but he's been Matty Fire this season so far. Him and Julio Jones are really going to connect the Super Bowl and give the Patriots a run for the money. Hard to say who's going to win this one. Yeah, it's talking about on the money. Uh, Falcons have won six in a row and averaging 39 points a game. And the big thing about Atlanta so far this year, or in the last couple of games, uh, haven't turned the ball over really. They have 13 takeaways and only one turnover. And the Patriots also right up there in the turnover rank. Both of them uh, coming up high. They're even in that. The Patriots have a plus 12 in the turnover, and the Falcons are plus 11. They're right on top of each other for that. And, you know, 39 points a game. I mean, that offense is just so dangerous. I think uh, Matt Ryan, threw, they asked him at media day, how many people have you thrown a touchdown to? And he, had, he couldn't even name everyone because there's so many. Yeah, he broke a record with that. He threw to 14 different receivers. He did 13 or 14 yeah, different receivers. I believe receivers. 13, but still. Throw it to 13 different people when usually on offense you only have four targets or four or five. And that's where I see Tom Brady and Matt Ryan alike, both in that elite class, where they don't need people around them. They could just carry it themselves and make people look better. Julian Edelman, that little pipsqueak on the Patriots, there's no freaking way he should even be considered a pro bowler or a Hall of Famer. But this guy's got to go down with Hall of Fame numbers because Brady carried, carried him through his career. Yeah, and, and the same thing like with Brady. It does, you know, last week was Chris Hogan, Edelman. Who Who's going to be the star this week? This guy just throws the ball to whoever, and 
makes it work. So yeah. I want, I'm looking forward to you know who's going to be this big star. You know they sign uh, Michael Floyd late in the season. Maybe can he be a key factor? Who knows? Right, he's probably still recovering from that hangover he had with that DUI. <laughs> That's very bad, man. I don't know how you do that as an NFL player. You have all that in your hands, millions, and you can't stop drinking and driving, dude. You could get an Uber with no problem. Even go Uber Deluxe and pimp out that ride, man. Maybe they should just call you and grab a cab. Hey, man. (laughs) (laughs) My cab is too cheap for those people. All right, Ann. So we got Super Bowl 51. It's an odd year. That means the NFC is the home team that puts New England in white jerseys, wearing their away jerseys. And a crazy stat, 11 out of the last 12 Super Bowl winners have worn white jerseys. The last one being uh, Aaron Rodgers, Super Bowl uh, 45. The Green Bay Pack dressing in green, taking the Lombardi Trophy back to where it belongs. Speaking of Lombardi Trophy, this is Super Bowl 51, okay? Bill Belichick is entering his 10th Super Bowl. Well, How long until they rename that trophy the Bill Belichick Trophy? See, I don't see them changing the name because it's just traditional at this point. You started with that. I mean, come on, 10 out of 51? Right. Phenomenal. He's been in 20% of the Super Bowls. I can see them. That's ridiculous. Guys play their whole life, coach, and don't even make one. He's been in out of 10. I can see them. 10. Fucking 10. Changing changing the AFC Championship trophy to maybe the Bill Belichick trophy. But to change the Super Bowl trophy is taking a big jump. Well, some of his uh, Super Bowls, he's with the under Bill Parcells with the Giants two years and another one with uh, New England as a assistant coach. So he was in the NFC coaching for the Giants when he went. He won two of them and then back in the AFC. So who knows if he does the AFC, NFC, they name it. But, I mean, to be in 10 out of 51, that's just ridiculous. Right. I think they've been, they've been in 11% of the Super Bowls now, the Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. <coughs> and like I said, he, who knows? We might see Brady and Belichick enter the 8th and ninth together in the next few years. The guy was just dominant all year. One thing that's dominant too, Boston area sports. Mm-hmm. I seen this the other week, and I think it's Bean amazing. Town. <laughs> I hate Boston being a big Yankee fan. Me and you both. But the number of titles between the two cities. Boston comes in to the Super Bowl with a total of thirty-five titles between the Red Sox, Patriots, Bruins. <coughs> Atlanta a big one Uno Mas for the city of Atlanta back in uh, 95 when uh, Greg Maddox and those guys uh, John Smoltz and the rest of that crew had won a uh, World Series so 35 to 1 in city of title so a big championship would lift the spirits of Atlanta Especially after just closing down the Georgia Dome, opening up the Mercedes, Benz, whatever. That stadium is going to well, be ridiculous. It, it, but it's, it's hard to compare towns. Boston is a big market size. So they have a lot of fans dedicated. So more money's generated and better players can be drafted and taken. in. That's a hard one. But here's another one. Tom Brady has more Super Bowl experience than the entire Atlanta Falcons roster. You combine each player's Super Bowl appearances... And Tom Brady still beats him. Atlanta has five. A total of five of the whole roster been in five Super Bowls. Tom Brady's been six alone. I think Tom Brady, I don't even know what it is. 
been more Super Bowls than I think 28 teams combined or right. some crazy stat like that. The guy is just, they might just change his name to Mr. Super Bowl. They <laughs> change the name of the trophy. Tom would, Brady, Mr. Super Bowl. I wouldn't be surprised eventually they changed the MVP trophy to his name. Because, like in the NBA, Bill Russell, he won 10 NBA championships. A lot of MVPs, they changed the NBA championship MVP to the Bill Russell Award. So I could see the NFL changing the MVP award in the Super Bowl to the Tom Brady Award. Because he is going to be going after his record fourth one. And in the Madden 17 game, which I always find fun, they do a simulate one. Okay. From uh, CBS Sports. Speaking of Madden, I don't think you ever beat me yet, but uh, continue. We don't want that can of whoop ass to open up. In the Madden 17th by CBS Sports simulation, the Patriots won 30-20, to which I don't think is a far-off score we could see. Brady wins the MVP. He, Shocker. He throws for 294 yards, two TDs, and no interceptions. That's not a bad simulation. I could really see that happening, but then again, it's just a video game. You can't put someone's will and heart into a video game. And I could really see the Falcons upsetting the Patriots due to that fire they have. They've been losing so long. Matt Ryan, the way you saw him run for that touchdown against the Green Bay Packers, you just saw he wanted it more than anybody on the field that day. And if that could translate into the Super Bowl, hey... Tom Brady's got to be staring at four and three. Speaking of uh, losing, this is the sixth time Atlanta has been an underdog coming into the game. And out of their last five, they won four outright. So I guess they see being the underdog, they don't take uh, losing very lightly and probably maybe use that as a advantage. Nah, no one expected the Falcons to be here. They're just one of those teams you don't think about. Even Vegas... They had more people bet the Browns to win the Super Bowl this year than the Falcons. I think that might have just been because it's Cleveland. I don't know. If, I really don't Still. think. I really don't think people had their money on RG three to lead them a championship. Still. The odds were probably you know, put ten bucks on it. You probably win fifty. I don't even know fifty thousand because of just Cleveland Browns. They never. Well, we probably won't see a Cleveland Browns championship in our life. I don't know. Well, how many years did they go that. with? Uh, having not won a championship in the city. What I think fi- since 1962, yeah, 50-something years until LeBron and then won last year. And they don't even care about it. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, yeah, more people picking Cleveland Browns over the uh, Atlanta Falcons to win the Super Bowl. They were almost dead last with, through Vegas with people without putting money on them to win. I believe it was the Tennessee Titans or someone like that that uh, were the least pick team to win the Super Bowl so mm. no one really thought I know analysts from ESPN CBS you name it nobody had Atlanta winning the Super Bowl or even I don't even know if even getting there but no one had him winning it I didn't have him winning it I'm sure you didn't have him winning plus it plus no they one... had the history of choking in the playoffs yeah especially that season last year 8-8 eight and eight. so especially the year that uh, Carolina had last year definitely it... no one even seen him this coming from Atlanta but they're looking to right. prove everybody wrong and it's going to be a tough matchup against Brady. Brady, of course, as we mentioned, is a veteran in the Super Bowl. He's been there plenty of times. He has insane numbers in seven appearance appearances. He's thrown for 1,600 yards. That comes out to 230 a game. 13 TDs and three MVPs. What, could, what more could you ask out of a quarterback? And 
it's a tough matchup for the Falcons. Their defense is really going to have to step up, try to keep them low. The Falcons' offense is going against the Patriots' defense, which is number one at points per game, keeping teams at 15 and a half. Now, ultimately, it's going to come down to whoever wins in the turnovers. As we said, both teams are low in the turnovers. And Matt Ryan hasn't thrown an interception since December 6th. That's six games in a row without an interception. One, as a fan, it would make me scary. It would make me say, he's due. He's due. He has to throw one eventually. Two. Yeah, definitely. Two, it kind of makes you a little less worried. Because, you know, maybe after he gets rid of that first one, or he might not even throw one at all, you know, he's going to be able to settle in once the game gets moving. Yeah, this is the sixth time so far in Super Bowl history the number one offense going up against the number one defense. And the defense side held it down the last four out of five. <clears throat> so, but me, me being an offensive guy, I don't know. That could change this year, but especially with the way Matty Ryan's playing. But I just I just can't wait for Sunday, man. Yeah. Flip the coin. Speaking of coin flips, President Bush uh, is actually doing the uh, coin toss this year. Yeah, well, it's in Houston. The Patriots won in Houston. They won one of the four Super Bowls in Houston. You know so, what happened? It's talking about Houston. The last time Super Bowl was played in Houston was uh, Super Bowl 38 back in uh, 2004 when Janet Jackson's uh, titty popped out. So JT gave everyone a halftime show. <laughs> I was a youngin' back then. We all got a little... Uh, that's probably we ran to the bathroom and, you know... Had a little I, fun. <laughs> seeing that, probably. That was the first time in my life I googled booby tassel. <laughs> and uh, with Lady Gaga doing the... Uh, Halftime show this year. I'd be definitely be surprised if we see something coming out of her. She might show a private party or there. There's a lot of prop bets going on with what color dress she's gonna wear, what color hair she is. Now, if you're like the stylist or dress designer, or whatever, how do you not get in on those bets? If you if you see them, why not jump on them? You make a quick buck. I seen another one too. If a streaker runs onto the field, I believe it's like plus ten thousand dollars. All right, so wouldn't that encourage you to streak? Or put no, I think it's plus a thousand. So if you get two buddies, go to Vegas, right. have someone drop the money on it, get a ticket to the game. I mean, tickets right now. What are the prices? I know they're ridiculous. The, I think the lowest right now on StubHub is twenty two hundred, and the highest is one million. Jesus, I still twenty two hundred. You eat twenty two hundred, somehow go there. The other friend right. goes out to Vegas, put ten grand or whatever on on you know ten grand on. Someone's shrieking, right? And have the other friend pay the twenty two hundred, go to the game, try to jump onto the field, streak, and there you go. You just cashed in for a hundred thousand dollars. So did you just make our weekend plans? <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm looking at flights right now. Hold on. Anyone out there willing to go to Vegas? I'll do the streaking. <laughs> I don't think you'll get far though. My mom always said she never wanted to see my nipples on TV <laughs> or in jail. Neither of them are going well. Both of them will make it on there eventually. <laughs> but big game this weekend. Can't wait for it. Can't remind people enough how excited I am. It's just the best time of the year. I, how could you not love it? I hate people who aren't into sports like that. And then go to the parties just for the food. No, no offense, James. He's my good friend. Does it every year. Eats all the food. 
You know, it's big too. I mean, I'm a big football fan. Played it my whole life. Love watching it. But how about the commercials? Oh, the commercials lately have been pretty awful. I got to say last year were mostly sad. This year, Doritos has pulled out of it. They, why, they're not doing it again? They have pulled out. They find it not worth it. But if you think about it, it's probably up to like three mil for a commercial. You could spread out thousands of other advertisers throughout the year when people are going to buy Doritos. More and more people buy chips in the summer anyway. Yeah, but this is the Super Bowl. You know how many people are actually watching? Especially to watch Brady this year. I mean, I don't even know the exact number, but there got to be billions of people watching this game. All I ask for is a Coca-Cola polar bear commercial. I don't know what it is. I'm addicted to polar bears. All right, Ed, before we get into our predictions for uh, this weekend's game, we got our first caller on the air uh, of the podcast. We got Big Talk from uh, Rockway Beach, Queens. A little word of advice to anybody that ever hangs out in the Rockaways. If you see this dude anytime after 2 o'clock in the morning in the bar, make sure you stay away from him. He's uh, known to get in plenty of fights with sports arguments, and I don't think... TikTok, he... light up your clock. Oh, baby. I don't think he... Uh, Lost many of them, so if you see him late night, stay away from him. But anyway, talk. Uh, thanks for calling up for the show, and uh, happy to have you on. What's going on? How you doing, JC? Big Ed. Yeah, I definitely never ever lost a bar fight. I definitely never lost a sports bar party <laughs> in the bar. Hundred percent never happened. I don't know about losing a Even fight. Even if they though. think they won, they haven't won. <laughs> I don't know about fights, so maybe arguments. I don't know no, about yeah, fights. Definitely, I definitely lost kind of plenty of those. Hundred percent. All right, talk. So. We got the big game Sunday. Uh, who do you like and why? I love the Patriots. And one reason. Actually, two. Number 12 and the coach. That's about, you know what I'm saying? I just don't think he's going to lose. I can't see him losing. I don't think. I think he wants five. And I think he, uh, I think he loves it more. I think he wants his name not to be mentioned with Montana anymore. I think he wants five alone. And also, I'm a Giant fan, so if he goes down to the Hall of Fame, I want his two losses to always be to the Giants. <laughs> so I, I actually hope they win. I could care less. I, I I don't. The Falcons do nothing for me. So good I like the Patriots. Good point. Good I like point. Tom Brady. You know, he's a he's a goat in my eyes. Good point. Good point. I got. We talked about it early on the podcast. Uh, we think just from the year that Brady had this year, do you think there's any chance we see Brady playing in an eighth or a ninth Super Bowl? Um, hundred percent. Well, the AFC East stinks, so he's going to win the AFC East. He'll win the AFC East next two years. Problem is, he's just 40 years old to me. I know he doesn't look like it, doesn't play like it, but he's 40 years old, he's, he could be one hit away from, you know, not playing anymore. 40, it doesn't matter no matter what you're, but um, in my eyes, it doesn't matter when you're 40 and you take hits like that, you know, it could be the last hit, especially at that age. So, I mean, like I said, if he stays healthy, they're going to win the AFC, they'll win the AFC for the next five years, no matter what, but he has to stay on the field. You know what I mean? So I feel like in his mind, even though I don't think it's the last time, they're going to be there. I think he thinks that it could be. You know, you never, like I said, any, you know, once you're 40, your body stops agreeing with you. I mean, you know, that's how I feel. You know what I'm saying? And but the, the like I said, part... do I see them? Can I see them getting back? 100%. They still have, they're always going to have the same coach right now and the same guy taking the snap. So, yeah, 100%, I can see them getting back. Right. And the best part is, even if Tom Brady has to come call it a career, eventually he has nothing to be ashamed about and could just end it on a dime. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think Tom Brady, I don't care what they talk about, his scandals and all that shit. Everybody in the league cheats. He right. just does it. He just, you know, it's like, it's like taking steroids. Everybody took steroids in baseball. Not everyone hit up, you know, 500 home runs. 
Exactly. You still got to be able to do what you got to do no matter what when you go out there. So. All right, so you're riding with the Patriots. I heard. Uh, 100%. I heard it's known that you're a big gambling guy. So I want to ask you, uh, you have any prop bets? Uh, what do you think about uh, Sunday? Anything you want to throw you? Yeah, take take heads. Take heads. Take heads, okay. Before the game starts. Only game in the in the world you can bet before the game even starts and win money. It's going to be heads. And Edelman's over and catches. He's going to have like 11 or 12 catches, I think. Yeah. I don't think they have any answer for him. I think their defense is a fraud. The Falcons, they got hot down the end. But Edelman's going to have, I would say, in between 8 to 10 catches easily. Yeah, me too. I see them favoring Edelman after going... Favoring Hogan last week, I highly yeah. Happy. I don't yeah. I don't think Hogan's gonna have 180 yards again. Yeah, I mean, he'll be a close. threat. You know what I'm saying? But I think Edelman in the slots is gonna kill them. All right, so you hit it, you heard it here first on a Wash Up and Everworth podcast. Our first call of talk. He's riding with New England with Brady and uh, Belichick, and uh, he's going taking the what are you taking heads heads on the coin toss heads and heads. heads heads on, on the, the coin, coin toss, toss and over Edelman's catches. What do you got for a score? What do you got for a score, talk? First, first what? First, first score? Total oh, score. I, total I, score of the game. Oh. Final score. Oh, I, that's going to be high, I think. I think it's going to be high. I, I, I put it in the 60s. I mean, the Patriots' defense is a floor to me. I think that they they just play bad teams. I don't think they're a bad defense. I think they're gonna make a, they'll make a big play somewhere down the line, but I just don't think they're like a stout defense that's going to hold the team to zero points. I think they'll both score. And the Falcons do got a lot of weapons, so. but me, I just think that Brady's going to score more. Give us your prediction for a final score, though. Final score, I would go New England, 35, Atlanta, 28, 35-28. Right. I don't think it's going to be a ball. I, I, I hope it's a good game, but I would say around 35-28. All right, you got it, Todd. Somewhere around there. We, uh, we appreciate you calling up, and uh, thanks for being our first guest on the podcast. Uh, thanks for having me. Anytime. All right, JC and Big Ann, I'll see you guys later. Thank you. Enjoy Sunday, man. All right, you too. See ya. Bye. All right, then. So we had uh, talk taking thirty-five twenty-eight in favor of the Patriots. Who are you uh, going with this weekend, and why? All right, big games, big picks for the big game this big week. I'm gonna take the Patriots twenty-seven twenty-four over the Atlanta Falcons. Mister Tom Brady has to look his arch enemy Roger Goodell in the eye. Take that trophy from him and be happy as hell about it. So you're riding with New England, huh? Yeah, I mean, I can't really see the Falcons winning. The Patriots have the better defense, the better turnover ratio, and the better quarterback. You're taking Brady over Ryan? Right. right. Brady only Brady missed four games and went 28-2. and two. Those are un- insane numbers, man. Insane. So your difference is that there's going to be a turnover in favor of New England, and that's the reason why they win. Right, I think it comes down to turnovers and defense in this game. All right, you have it as a three-point game. Uh, does New England win on a last-second field goal, or you know, I think how do you see the the game ending? I see New England control the whole game. I see Atlanta scratches at the ceiling for them, but I really do just see New England leading the charge the whole way. Okay, okay. So Big Ant, twenty-seven, twenty-four, New England. Yep, yep. All right, I'm going to have to uh, disagree with you. Uh, what else is new? JC is going with the Atlanta Falcons. All right. I have Atlanta winning 31-25. Just throwing a crooked number out there. Same way the Steelers beat the Patriots. All right. Keeps betting against Belichick. I don't know what he's doing out there. But, yeah, Atlanta, 
I just think they're hungry. They have too many weapons on offense. Julio Jones said it the other day. I'm pretty hungry. <laughs> when aren't you hungry? <laughs> Julio Jones said it. No one could cover him one on one. I hey. think if they try to double team him, you're leaving too many other options open. Antonio Brown, the- best wide receiver in the NFL. I don't care what you say about Julio Jones. Antonio Brown's number one. They had him covered. And he even admitted himself that he was covered. Yeah, but also you look at that. Uh, Lady on Bell got hurt, wasn't able to play. D'Angelo Williams had a good year in the beginning of the year when Bell was suspended, but he's nothing like Bell. Bell's a lot dangerous weapon than Williams. He wasn't able to do anything. So Atlanta, though, has Coleman and Freeman. So now they have to worry about that. They were able to... The New England Patriots have Deion Lewis. They have been undefeated every game Deion Lewis has played. In 16 appearances, including the postseason, the Patriots have won. And guess what? Deion Lewis is playing this Sunday. Scary. But, but I'm just saying, screw fucking Lewis. The secret I'm going with Atlanta's weapon, weapons. I'm an offensive guy. I played quarterback my whole life. So I'm going with the offensive guy with all his weapons that he has. Well, I still haven't seen the offense win when the number one offense played. The, the Denver Broncos lost to the Seattle Seahawks when they were the number one offense. Peyton Manning had the historic year. And last year, the new... Uh, the Carolina Panthers lost. Cam Newton lost to the Denver Guy, can you make me let me let me make my prediction? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I have new I have Atlanta, not New England. Atlanta winning 31-25. Some crazy stat that I found. New England has never scored in the first quarter in any of their Super Bowl appearances. Well, that's never a scored in the first quarter. And New England likes to Defer to the second half when they win the coin toss if they do or not. They flipped it last last week uh, the, when they played the Pittsburgh, though. Really yeah. switched it up. Well, they like to defer. So I could see them deferring, trying to get the ball in second half. And Matt Ryan, I think, scored in I don't know how many possessions on the first drive. I know they're on some streak where they've scored every time. Right. So regardless, I think Matty Ryan gets a ball <clears throat> first. If not first, they definitely score first Atlanta. And Belichick's they're playing uh, catch-up. And I just see just too many options on offense for Atlanta and them just taking a lead and Belichick and them and Brady have to play catch up and fall behind and Well we'll see this Sunday when you're in debt for all the money you spent on this game. And you Yeah, know. to be honest, I could care less who wins. I just hope one of my boxes hit. <laughs> Aren't we all hoping for that? But anyway, I really just can't wait for Sunday. The big game. Can't wait to kick my feet up on the couch, stuff our faces crush a few drinks and just enjoy hopefully a good football game i'm right there with you man thank you everyone for tuning in to this week's podcast <clears throat> anyone looking to get in touch with us you can email us at the washed washed up never was pod at gmail.com and apparently you could call too now yeah we could call in and also check us out on twitter we're at wash never pod follow us retweet us check us out our podcast is on itunes now Make sure you subscribe, leave a review, so check us out. Thank you for tuning in, and I will see you guys next week. Go Falcons, baby!